Hello and welcome to the Hall of Fame Movie Podcast. Listen to Matt Levy and Mark Rossi as they put their cinema studies degrees to good use and induct the best movies into their own Hall of Fame. Roll the camera. Thank you for tuning in to part one last week of our conversation on Moon Knight. Here is part two, where we discuss Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But let's talk about what's really being talked about right now all over. I think it's in its third weekend. The movie's making like, I think over 700 million worldwide as of this recording, Yep, which is no small chunk of change. I think it was the 11th highest opening weekend. It's the 28th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is the sequel to the 2016 film Doctor Strange. And this is titled Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mark, because actually I'm interested to hear because I told you leave it for the pod. I mean, Bill have talked off pod. I want to hear what are your thoughts on this? I'd say almost controversial film. So I... I'm going to just get to the good first. I liked the movie, right? I, I actually liked it and I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's still also, it's going to end up being middle tier. So I'm just going to like put that straight out there off the bat. Gets a passing grade. If we're in school, like a 70, you're still passing. You're going to the next grade, <laughs> but it's not with honors. I think it's ironic that this is called the Dr. Strange. It's, it is a Dr. Strange movie, but he really feels like a secondary character as far as motivations in this movie. How far did we advance Dr. Strange in this movie versus how he was advanced in the Avengers movies and in even Spider-Man, even though he had less screen time in that, I thought like his motivations as a character were advanced forward more in that movie than in this one. Wanda is like the main character, the main character that you're following her motivations and her motivations in this movie are iffy because she's she's chasing after her kids that are a fabrication, but they're real in another universe, but she could just create them again because she's the most powerful witch in, in the multiverse, but she really needs to find the real kids somewhere and steal them from another version of herself. So the motivations of this movie, not great. I thought Sam Raimi did a fine job. He did some Sam Raimi things in the movie, made it creepy. The first like horror-based film in the MCU did a lot better than Morbius did because that was a train wreck. That pod's coming next week, guys. Yeah, yeah. Morbius. Oh, man. I know people are <laughs> chomping at the bit for some This Morbius. episode needs 4,000 likes for me we to don't, watch Morbius. We don't have, we don't oh, have enough Morbius not content enough. on the pod. That's not enough likes for you to watch the movie. It's, it's a train wreck. But yeah, things that it did well, I thought, I thought that Elizabeth Olsen was phenomenal in the movie. I thought introducing america chavez fine although they don't do too much with her they're like hey she does this cool stuff cool for a multiverse movie we didn't really explore the multiverse all too much we had a nice little like trip through the multiverse into several different different universes very briefly early in the movie and then we're like in two or three spots yeah but after I've aired out all my complaints, I did still thoroughly enjoy my time watching the movie, and I plan on seeing it again to see if there was anything that I missed. I'll go into more thorough details after we hear what you two think. Sure. Awesome. Mark, That thank you very much. Bill, your thoughts on the film? We've, again, talked off pod. Patreon listeners know that because that's on the Patreon page off pod. I 
so very much love this movie. It and and Mark, oh man, when I just said that for the listeners, when I just said that, his camera zoomed in on his face. <laughs> it was so dramatic. It is one of my favorite Marvel movies. I know this is something where it feels like, or it doesn't feel like a Marvel movie. This felt like something totally fresh. I mean, it still had some Marvel signature stuff in it, but it just felt it didn't fit any of the like any of the Marvel movies. Now I know I know it was uh, there was a ton of reshoots that happened, everything. But one my, one of the highlights is that it, to me is that it just it didn't waste time getting to it. I mean, she's this villain from the I don't know four and a half minutes into the movie, five minutes into the movie. It it, it was great. It, it it reminded me again. This is something we've talked about and discussed too. But it reminded me of an issue of a comic when you pick it up. Oh, I'm getting the new for me. It was I'm getting the new Batman, and then it ends up being like a Blue Beetle heavy issue, but Batman's there, but it's still a Batman comic. Yeah. Strange was in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people are saying this should have been called Dr. Strange and Wanda or Scarlet Witch and Dr. Strange. That's fine. I, I think this was, this was, this was done in, in a way that felt very fresh to me. And I did one of my solo movie missions and uh, I, I literally smiling the whole time, smiling the whole time. I left this movie and it also could be from the fact that I watched moon Knight <laughs> the day before and was very low i left this movie feeling better than i did after no way home i was just so up on this movie i, I it had me from the start i loved it I, I know people have some issues with wanda's motivation but and I, from a person who just said it feels like homework watching these movies sorry watching these disney plus shows it paid off finally I know her arc in WandaVision was supposed everyone's like, well, when it end when WandaVision ended, she had learned her lesson. The very last scene we see is her getting corrupted by this book. Like she's bad. <laughs> like she was bad for how long in the MCU? If you want to, if there, yes, you bring up a good point that she could just create the children again. I, I guess one of the issues will always be that she is like, it, she, it's almost like the MCU's Jean Grey, right? Like you don't know what to do with her just because, She's always the most powerful. They can't just like ship her away on an airplane like they did Hulk. But I, I liked it. I like that Wong, <laughs> we talked again about Wong, but I like that Wong was such a huge part. It was just, it, it felt like an ensemble cast. I liked the new character. I didn't need more of a backstory. Maybe we get more moving forward, but I liked her. I liked going through the, uh, the different multiverses. I agree with you that I would have liked two, maybe three more, which I thought they were going to do once they got on whatever that green earth was i didn't think they were going to stay there as long as they did but another highlight that music fight that was so cool <laughs> that was a straight video game but yeah. like the most fun video game you want to see uh very sam Ramini. again he essentially just had walking dead um walking dead oh lord don't come at me internet he essentially just was he looked a little bit like ash at the end of the movie <laughs> with yeah. the makeup he was a deadite he was there were deadites in a marvel movie i mean there are lots of references thrown in through evil dead out. army of darkness yeah it's a all a lot there. a lot of evil dead uh yeah. like easter eggs thrown throughout the movie for people that are like fans of raimi or evil dead he, he did the push zoom like he did all these things that you just they don't you never see on these marvel it it it, it took almost the staleness off it for me did where you see I, the car that was uh floating in the sky when they got to the dark strange universe no was it the uh, chrysler Mm-hmm. The, it was like i believe the cadillac from cadillac uh, yep. that is cool yeah so there's lots of there's lots of allusions to his past i thought that was pretty cool yeah I, it, it did i again 
I want pizza balls. That's what I want. Can I just jump in? Can I say like I want a I want a cup full of pizza balls? I can't be the only one that's like he's they're out to something here. These guys are geniuses. Because of the internet existing and also I guess maybe our the amount of time that we've invested in all this. So like our our faith that they could pull anything off and coming off the heels of No Way Home, right? Where they pulled off something cast wise that was pretty incredible. I think a lot of the disappointment or initial disappointment for people when this ended were, were like, despite the cameos, which we're going to get to, obviously, these spoilers, but despite the cameos, people going, well, I thought there were going to be more cameos in this. I thought Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man. You're like, okay. People were convinced, yeah. yeah but, but, okay. That very well may happen, right? Mm-hmm. But there is zero chance, if you're Marvel, there is zero chance you spend Tom Cruise money and you are not like, Tom Cruise in this movie. Come see this movie. I mean, Patrick Stewart was in the movie. Yeah. And it was one of the first things they were like, oh, he's in it. He's doing interviews. He's in. like, cause you spend the money to get them in there. Right. Like, you're, right. I just feel you're not going to, you're not going to hide that. With that being said, do we, do you want to get into the cameo section or Matt, you want to talk about it first? I think you yeah, let's give Matt a chance. Yeah. Here. Let me just kind of piggyback there. I absolutely friggin' loved this movie. Woo. Two to one. And your hat. What's I'm funny I'm totally, is I'm totally kidding. What's That's funny is life, what's funny is like when me and Bill started talking about it, we were both surprised that we both liked it so much because this film I feel like is the last Jedi of MCU films where people have kind of hit a roadblock where some people have complained. So then, what people complain about the things I loved about this movie. Some people said it's too Raimi. They didn't like the motivation of the character. They didn't like certain aspects or certain scenes. They didn't like the cameos, and I, I was not super psyched for this movie. I had very low expectations just coming off of Spider-Man, which I thought Spider-Man was a very good movie. The cameos were fantastic. They really pulled the nostalgia strings. And then going into this, I was like, all right, I kind of know what I'm going to get. At least I thought from the trailer, but I loved the whole tone of the film. It was intense from the beginning. I mean, they really, I think Bill said it, it, it really jumped right out of the gate with the the first with the other strange the alternate strange and that going through with the girl and then right to the eyeball monster i forgot the name i'm now i'm embarrassed because that's a, that's a pretty big comic book uh character but as they're cruising through the streets and they just did a really good job and even the smaller moments when they're sitting in the church in the beginning and he's saying could you have done anything different i just thought everything worked for me just the pacing the tone the feel and we're going to get to some of the nitty gritty of it, but I loved, and Mark said it, Elizabeth Olsen in this film, her acting is phenomenal. I mean, it's almost a shame, and she said it, that she's been stuck doing all these Marvel films because I feel like she could have won an Oscar doing other movies, but people just won't watch some of these films or take them seriously. But her performance here is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, even if you don't believe her motivation or material or believe her, her scene work, her acting pulls it all off. It, it brings it all to the forefront and i loved it it's believable everything she does and people some people think that this was a daenerys type turn but it wasn't fully deserved or it happened too quick and me and bill didn't discuss it prior to but i fully agree with him that i think the turn is there i think if you look at her character and we'll get into the nitty-gritty but as far as the cameos what happens in this movie but if you look at her past you first meet her she's a villain in Age of Ultron. She's with her brother, but he's trying to get revenge on her world that was destroyed. Then you have later on, 
she gets turned. She realizes Ultron's bad. She didn't realize what side she was on, and she becomes good. She goes with the Avengers. Then she sort of realizes as things go on that she's she's sort of alone. She sort of has vision, but besides that, everyone else kind of has their own clique, every their own thing. And when she loses vision, when she seems to basically kill him herself, she's forced to kill her love. Um, she's left in a really dark place. She takes over an entire town. She mind controls them, which is a very dark place. Right. She's mind controls children and I don't know, probably 200 people in that town, I would say, whatever it is. And she realizes her wrongdoings there and she goes away. But then the book, the scene after the credits, she finds the darkest book in the MCU, whatever is the dark, what is it? Dark Omen? The O, what is it called? Dark Hold. Thank you. Dark Hold. We'll edit that in. I never made any mistakes there. (laughs) Dark Hold, which could take probably a pure, good hearted, great life, happy-go-lucky person and probably turn them bad. But this turned someone who's already in the darkest of places alone, lost, just lost their children, quote unquote. I think it's believable. I think she was in an awful, desperate place. And the book turned her into this violent monster that maybe she wouldn't have went that far. If you have an issue with the dark hold turning her bad, someone who's already teetering and gone through terrible scenarios, then you need to take issue with most of the plot of Avengers one, where the stick poked them and they completely became bad guys. Like, let me, had- let me just say, I never had an issue with her being dark. I have an issue with her, not problem solving properly as the most powerful being basically in the multi. I don't think she's in her mindset. I think Mark, Mark I think it's a legitimate complaint because you're with probably 50% of the audience watching this film, but I don't think she was in her own mindset. When I think you- she had one mission and one goal and that was it. And she was going to do whatever it took to get her kids back, no matter what it took. When you read a book founded on the ultimate evil in the world, Mark. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mark's been looking for it. He will find it. Yeah. Transcribed from the walls of an ancient temple. Yeah. You tell me you're not going to do some witch stuff. I have no problem. Again, I have no problem with her doing the witch stuff. I don't even necessarily have a problem with her murdering tweens. I just <laughs> I have the problem with the motivation of her mo- murdering the tween is to find her children, which she could just summon up again in her head. But it wouldn't no. be real. She could lose no, them again. I think that's fair. I think I think they're, they're, there's a fair conversation. I think it's a decent argument. I think it's what makes this fun. If you're a comic book fan, the character goes to these places. I mean, House of M, uh, No More Mutants. There's a bunch of storylines where she she's, she becomes part of the brotherhood. I mean, she becomes yeah. evil at many points. And in, I think to the credit of Elizabeth Olsen, she's been calling for this storyline to oh, happen yes, since yes. like she got the parts. Like, I really hope that they we do something like House of M. Like, yeah, they got there. So kudos yeah. to her for, uh, for you know, I want to give credit to existence. the writer here, which I, I faulted the writer in the last segment here, Michael Waldron, who <laughs> you're just trying writer. to make good with them. You're just trying, exactly. to, make the writer's trying, trying to get in <laughs> Michael Waldron, who was the head writer on Loki series was pulled off of that to go right onto this. He helped mm-hmm. me write this film. So that guy's, I think, shooting aces right now, at least from my point of view. He's right. all, it seems like he only does multiverse stuff because he was an intern on Rick and Morty. Yes. I'm glad you brought that so, up. So it's like all multiverse stuff. And there's a, there's a Rick and Morty through line that I want to bring up. Also, I think another reason why I didn't enjoy this movie quite as thoroughly did either of you two see everything everywhere all at once. I have not yet. I, I not heard yet. it's a fantastic film. It's kind of like if they did the multiverse better in this movie. See, I think, Mark, I saw of, that before this, and that's why part I think of I had it was issues. expectations. Uh, I think a lot of people thought 
there'll be a lot more cameos and some people thought there'd be a lot more multiverses because it's in the title. Right. But I don't think that's what this film was going to be. And I just think that one segment of them shooting through universe after universe after universe mm-hmm. for that one minute. Yeah. Besides that, we really spent time in just two other universes with yeah, the Dark Strange of, ones and the Dead Strange. Yeah. And I like that. Dark really Strange good. and the Dead Strange. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's like really accurate. I, but, I have no problem with that. I like that, that they it. devoted time to just these two, to learn these worlds, learn what's yeah. going on, rather than going in 30 different ones where we've been all over. I mean, my opinion on that is that they are trying to warm people up to the multiverse. Yeah, where, where people who have watched movies like this and have read comics and are, but wasn't I mean, if we're going to follow the Michael Waldron of it all, wasn't that introduced like in Loki? Like yeah, that's if, that's if like people, that's loosening people up, and then you have the biggest movie that in show. The, right, even fine. If that didn't do it, then you have like the biggest movie in the world of last year, like No Way Home. You're like, oh wait, yeah. Well, so okay, but in No Way Home, that was characters all coming to a familiar universe right, right. so it's just kind of like we they but it's making everything canon in a way nick canon yes nick Cannon, the best <laughs> of all the canons sorry mariah <laughs> mariah canon mariah well they were they were a they thing, were married you know? yeah they, broke they were married i think they have kids together are you breaking yeah, is this breaking news on this is this i is think exclusive five years news? ago <laughs> yeah breaking news for people that have lived under a rock for a decade Shh, don't tell me i think it's that part of the news yet <laughs> so guys since we've all given our thoughts let's talk about some of the specific scenes moments what worked what didn't work because i think this movie has lots of those so i gave it to mark before i'm going to give it to bill bill what particularly worked or didn't work for you what scenes moments characters plot lines i, I kind of talked about it at the beginning of uh, with my review but that quick turn of wanda the line of dialogue where she slows down she's like you didn't tell me her name did you yeah, they didn't beat around the yep. bush. That was like and, what, 15 minutes into the movie. Oh, that even now that got the hair standing up in my arms. That uh, was that was great. Because yeah. I thought there would be, I honestly, it being a Marvel movie, I was a little like, more preamble. I, a little more of that. I thought also after she had that after they had that conversation, I was like, all right, Strange is gonna go away and not be sure that she's really the bad guy. And there's gonna be kind of like a so there was a rumor there, John's interruption, Bill. There've been so-called rumors of deleted scenes, things that were shot came out this week. And one of them was that who was the guy from the first film that kind of went bad at the end and he's in the other universe in this one? What's his name? Mordo. Mordo, thank you. He supposedly had a scene they filmed with her in this field. Oh yeah. Where he he's hunting her because he's hunting all like magic users and she just destroys him. And they cut it, I think, because they wanted to show her turn exactly where you said it. They want to tip the audience off that she's gonna be bad they wanted to leave it for this moment it was such a good moment it was because it wasn't even again i thought like uh, in traditional marvel fashion or what i've come to expect let's say i thought he would walk away and there'd be a scene of a conversation where we have to keep our eye on her or something's off or whatever and it wasn't it was it went from that to her snapping her fingers and being like you will bring me this or i will in the first i i don't know the official timestamp, but i want to say within the first half hour you watch a man get fried alive in a Marvel movie and they don't cut away. It's not like a fireball thrown somewhere. They show his face and him getting fried. Like it was. It I just- thought, yeah, I thought the dissolve in that scene after the reveal, she's like, oh, you didn't tell me your name. All right. Well, the jig is up and oh, yeah. the dissolve into what the reality was of what so like cool. the power of the book did. I thought that was really great cinematography, great visual storytelling. Yeah. I, 
I'd, I'd liked it just so much. It was cool going through the different universes. I like that they snuck in. It felt very much like the scene in the animated Spider-Man Spider-Verse movie. One of the universes was animated, which I thought was pretty cool. That's for a reason. Because X-Men 97. Uh-huh. And the exactly. fact that Professor X spoilers is the one from X-Men 97. Yeah, exactly. I would say the other highlight scene for me would have to be that whole... The Illuminati? Yeah. Well, and, and I don't know if you know so much the reveal of them as much as them fighting her. Oh my God. That well, that's, was, I'm that, with you. That, that, that was, that was a big flex for her. And Ooh. anyone who knows Scarlet Witch, she's like top tier as far as power. And this oh, yeah. showed it off this. Cause it, you had, you had like hints of it in the Avengers films when she had like moments Endgame where she almost destroyed. Thanos. She basically almost destroyed Thanos by herself. And yeah. in Ultron, she basically gets the final kill when she gets kind of irked. Yeah. She has that in her. Mm-hmm. And here you can see her kind of in control of her powers completely. And it's kind of sick and sadistic how she takes each of them out. I loved it. I was there for it. Yeah. yeah. So those are, those are some great moments, Bill. The, the turn, watching her turn in the beginning. And then, yes, that whole Illuminati scene was, even if you knew it was coming, I didn't know about any of the spoilers. I knew about nothing besides Patrick Stewart, which was in the trailer. Right. And the rest of them all were like, whoa, like out loud fist pumps right. and screams from me. Yeah. yeah I was I, excited about the John Krasinski reel in particular. That was very but cool. I, I, so here now I get to be a little positive, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so what are the moments so, for you, Mark? What, what, what'd you like? Uh, the, I liked the introduction of the Illuminati and also the dismemberment. And I use that term appropriately <laughs> of the Illuminati. Oh my God. The things, the black bolt kill by was one of the most sadistic things I've seen in the MCU. It was the creativity, like, I think, of each of the kills. Because I think Raimi said or Waldron that they had storyboards just showing right. off how they would kill each of them. Right. But that one, like, oh, that one was a, in particular, there was an oh from like the entire <laughs> audience. Because <laughs> yeah. that you, was the first kill, right? That was the first yeah. one. Well, she yeah. takes his mouth away and then crushes his skull from the inside. See, that's not, that's not what I thought happened. And that's what my friend thought happened. What I thought happened, happened was that he, she closed his mouth. And he he went to, to use his powers yeah, and it blasted himself and like reflected back because his mouth was closed and he killed himself. I don't know either way, still but it's funny pretty, that we, that was up for, yeah, yeah, totally. Up for yeah. The, I'll, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to pick my knit here. I was excited to see Haley Atwell back as Peggy yes. Carter, as captain Carter. The only complaint I had is the movement was so slow. Like in her fight scene, her moves were slow. Like I'm used to the choreography for like the Captain America Winter Soldier and and the fight style. It just felt slightly lumbering. I think that was the what if character, which was supposed to be kind of like big and hulking. I didn't notice it as slow. I actually thought she was kind of nimble as her sliding, getting the shield. I don't know. Maybe it was just perspective. I that 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 didn't click for me that way. Yeah, that was just my 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 nit to pick there. That's fair. But yeah, I all so before I forget, I did like how in the conversation before all this goes down, she's like, Do you have do you have someone here? Do you have a wife to read Richards? And he's like, Yes, I have kids. And she's like, There'll be someone to look after the kids. Like, wait, yeah. So, so yeah. in my brain, the Emily uh, Emily Blunt Sue Storm exists in this universe. I thought I got I just got excited about that. And also she liked spaghetti him to bed. <laughs> Oh man, it was that was an experience. That was that was great. That was great, shocking, horrific. All all of the 
different adjectives that you didn't really get to use for the MCU in one scene. So if we're talking about that scene in particular, and I'll get to some of the moments I'd like, but that scene, Mark, when she first walks into the room, at first you just hear noises and screaming and explosions and robots being killed. Yeah. And when she walks in, it was very much like an homage to Carrie. Yep. The old horror film. Cause she's Absolutely. you see her like her face covered in blood. She's walking mm-hmm. barefoot. I love that. The imagery of it was so cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I was really just down for that. I was totally hand, into it. Her hand was even doing the yeah. The carry pose, the like the claw looking thing. It, yep. it was very, very cool homage. There was a lot of homage to horror films. It carry the Evil Dead series, but that was particularly cool. Anything else, Mark, that you wanted to, any other moments or scenes that you wanted to? I, I enjoyed talking about Dr. Strange. I thought his scene with the Christine from 838 in the dark dimension, where he's like, I love you in every single universe. I thought that was uh, a great line. Yeah, that definitely some. Me. Yeah, there were a couple of good, even for the slower moments, there were some good lines. I'm going to say first, I thought Wong was great. I think Bill yeah. said that earlier. Uh, give me all the Wong in the world. I think he's I think he's fantastic. Phase Wong. Yeah. Phase Wong. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely love. Next, I would say there were two particular scenes. It's funny. I'm going to talk about Scarlet Witch again. I'm not even talking about Doctor Strange in his own film. The first one was where she's attacking the temple and she gets trapped in this, like, mirror world, whatever. And these spiky things are coming at her and she realizes she can battle back and she starts appearing in these reflections. Yep. The and then she actually, the reflections. And then she comes like out of the mirror, like something out of the ring. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so freaking horrific and cool. And then the moment after that, one of the scenes where she's chasing down the tunnel and then she like, it just gets quiet. You see them turn around, the doors closed and you just see their face and you know, she's going to pop up. Like, you know, what's going to happen. And he actually kept that moment like 10, 15 seconds longer than it probably should have been, but it still worked when she popped up and she's chasing down that whole hallway, smashing the doors, breaking it open. And I just thought, oh, it all worked for me. The visuals, the performances, but I really liked Raimi's direction. I feel like he went full Raimi where I feel like in the Spider-Man movies, yeah. it was like pulled back for Spider-Man, but for this, he could be fully weird. Like he likes to be, and it all worked for me. And the Christine stuff, I thought their scene early at the wedding worked really well for me. I thought yep. that was like a really like tender moment with them talking and realizing because what I had read and I, I thought it was really interesting. The first Dr. Strange film was his character realizing it's not about him and his ego and dealing with what an ass he is. This movie, people said that he kind of deep kind of goes through those same motions, but I don't think so. I think this one is more about like giving up the control, the knife, or is that quote they kept saying, like, you'd like to hold the knife. So this one was more about like him letting the Chavez girl do a little bit more, him letting other people kind of wong, other people step up and him and like acknowledging other people mm-hmm. can, can pull the trigger. And I just thought that that really worked that whole dichotomy, that whole message for me, at least. Yeah, I, I, um, if, if that's the argument people are making, I'm with you. The journey for him felt different for this i didn't think he his journey felt like the focal point of the story whatsoever i thought that was like my issue for being a quote-unquote dr strange movie it probably could Um, have been called like dr strange and the scarlet witch like but i guess maybe they don't want to give it away dr strange v v wanda yeah the dawn of justice no (laughs) i think the title the title did throw people off maybe that was on purpose yeah but i i thought he like 
he has he has a moment where he can save this this young girl where someone his him from another universe had failed and he had just semi failed with spider-man which he seems to be slightly loosely aware of <laughs> him and um, iron man fail a lot for the record right no but like it's it's like it's it's then paying it forward and being like i have an opportunity to do something for to, to make make things right for this particular person yeah well, I think people were upset that this film was able to get a PG-13 rating. I saw a list of other films, horror films that were PG-13. Mm-hmm. So I think this was PG-13. I think you look at other Marvel films that could be PG. Yep. I think this is believable as PG-13. I think so. Yeah, I think that was fine. Two other moments that I happen to like quite a lot was when he has all the spirits and at the end he's controlling the yeah. he night walks into his own dead body and mm-hmm. he's got the spirits and he's kind of using it as a cloak. I thought that was very cool. I thought that was just creative. I thought it was very creative writing and storytelling. Also, I, I thought a, a highlight sequence in general was when they revealed that the Doctor Strange on 838, like how he he died, he didn't die yeah. fighting Thanos is because like, and, and you can see like in his face, like he, know, he knows, he's like, all right, you guys have to do this. I get it. Yeah, I liked I definitely liked that. I didn't expect them to go to cut away to that scene on the on the recreation mm-hmm. of the battlefield. Yep. Yeah like their end game. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you, Bill. I didn't expect it, but I'm glad that they did it. And it also gives a little more heft to not only the emotional heft of it, but also kind of the power of Black Bolt. And you're like, oh, he just disintegrated him by saying sorry. <laughs> like, it's like I said, you're gone. He's that strong. Right. It, it reminded me of Dr. Manhattan almost in that moment. Uh, right. It reminded me of the, the Rorschach moment at a Watchmen. I was like, oh, man. Right. No, absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah, that was very cool. Bill brought up earlier the musical battle. I think some people thought it was cheesy. I thought it was so cool. You heard some like Beethoven in there. It's a little bit of both, but I thought it was the right it was the right form of cheesy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it was cheesy, but it worked for Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange. You know, it was creative enough and weird enough. And I think the whole scene leading up to that, where they're talking about like how do I know it's you? And you get a little insight to him. I think his sister and something that happened to his sister. That what it was that what it was? And he lost his sister. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which I again, mean, coming right off Moon Knight, I was like, nah, okay. All right. Yeah. A lot of sibling loss. <laughs> a lot here. of yeah. tragic backstories here. But I wasn't expecting that in the final hour of the film. And it all worked for me. I really enjoyed it. I don't know if you guys want to talk about the the third eye and the scene after the after the credits. What one thing I, I will like to say, I I very much I knew he was in the movie. But when Professor X rolled in <laughs> and they worked in the oh, yeah. guitar, the doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. Yeah, so that was really cool. That Obviously, cool. he's wearing the comic was in the cartoon accurate getup, which was really cool. But the, I, the I, yellow I, wheelchair, too. Yeah, I, I, I told Matt the thing that just really I was like, got me like I did that little like kid thing. You're like, oh, is when he used his powers, they actually did the white floating lines coming out. It looked like it did the, when he used to do it in the cartoon. And his his death was brutal. She snapped his neck. That was I didn't expect yeah. that coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm always impressed with Patrick Stewart and the shape he keeps himself in. Still, like, he's still beefs too. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I thought that was a nice a nice little musical homage. They, since we're we're bringing up a lot of the uh, the music tied with that music scene as well. That was I- cool. His and death was brutal. The theater I was in when Black Bolt showed up, they went crazy. I had a lot of Inhumans fans with me. That oh, movie, boy. that show makes Moon Knight 
and anything else <laughs> I've ever seen seem good. I pushed myself to watch all of Inhumans. That is yeah. the worst Marvel thing ever done. You can talk about the Ben Affleck Daredevil. You could talk about the, the Nick Cage Ghost Rider films. You could talk about anything. The Fantastic Four film in 2015. What about Gen? What about Gen X? The one episode of about Jubilee. I don't know. Inhumans was bad. I didn't even recognize it was the same actor. I had to read about it afterwards. But, but in fairness, then you get he gets a redemptive arc. So everyone's getting redemptive arcs here. Yeah, I mean, I'm, it was cool. It, it's fine. Yeah. Right, right, well, on, right on that. Black guy. Bolt gets a redemptive arc because his character is actually kind of badass before his head caves in. Wanda gets her redemptive arc at the end. Doctor Strange gets kind of a redemptive arc. Everyone gets redemption here. Well, even, just, even Pizza Popper guy got a redemptive <laughs> arc. I just because everything's targeted. My phone knew I went to go see the movie, and one of the articles it sent me was like, "Are you, you know confused about the Monica Rambo being Captain Marvel in this or whatever?" Be like, just wait for What If season two. And I was like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no." That's You're happening. not going to get, I'm not, that's fine. I just buy, I don't have to know why she's it. I buy yeah. it. I'm on board. And honestly, that's kind of how I feel about a lot of the Star Wars stuff now. I was telling Matt, like, and with, with no, this is a little off topic, but and all of these shows are, it's getting to the point where it's like anything that was left up to your imagination and magical about Star Wars that you could fill the blanks in and make this fantastical other world. Mm-hmm. They're now like, hmm. No, we're going to explain to you exactly what happened. You're like, I, yeah. but I don't need to. Well, we'll talk about it on the Obi-Wan pod in a few weeks. When we- yeah, <laughs> that'll be interesting. I think so. Obi the, thing, fun. the thing that's nice, like with Marvel, even with what happened with Moon Knight, right? Is like whenever you see that the, the Marvel title card coming in and you hear that theme coming on, I'm like, I get I get a little jazzed up and excited about because of what they're capable this. of. Right. It's like a it's like a, a seal it's like a gold star. It's a seal of approval. It's like Yeah, they're they're certified fresh for the most part. I mean yeah. we said twenty-eight films and you could say twenty-four to twenty-five of them are like B plus and above. I mean they have Which a is really an incredible ratio. It's a great track record if you can say twenty-five of them are above average films. So it's yeah, it's a testament to them. Even Mark, you had your issues with this film. You still said you were entertained. You still said you enjoyed it. I think for Bill, Bill thought after watching WandaVision, you're like, I'm never going to watch that again. But I feel like this movie made WandaVision better. It made yeah. it feel more important. Yep, absolutely. So I, I think this movie did a lot of good things. I think people's issues with them, I think legitimate. I think I, you can you can fight or talk your way through some of them. Uh, I think a lot of people say, well, why couldn't Wanda have just snapped her fingers and done this? Or why couldn't Doctor Strange have just used his powers to do this? I think there's a lot of what ifs when it comes to magical story. I think we'll be probably saying similar things when we see Thor. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Thank you. I think that's also going to be kind of a crazy sci-fi otherworldly film because Taika's kind of a crazy dude. We're all oh, along I'm here for the for ride. It. I'm yeah. so ready for that one. So we are... Well, because technically the spider no the spider-man movie ended phase three right yeah no the spider-man film started oh you're right it finished films phase three right after endgame you're right right oh we're talking about okay yeah yeah yeah. so that was not new way home that was not no way home that was far from home correct Correct. okay so spider-man european vacation (laughs) so phase four we had black widow right then, Eternals, Shang-Chi. Oh, it, I, I know we, we joked before. I forgot about Eternals. All of the Marvel it's a series. Good movie. Hey, guys, 
We could do it. You guys can come here late <laughs> night. We make a big thing. I make some popcorn. We can watch Eternals live stream. You, you know the rules. I am in. I you gotta, know, you gotta get those. You gotta get those. All right, there. I gotta start spreading the news. All right, because we only have one listener, so I have to present the forty-nine more people. <laughs> I just, I, I, I guess. So I'm walking through. I don't. Maybe Eternals as a big thing. I, I really don't see a thread. Right. I no. don't know the connecting thread, no. and even with Thor coming out. It felt- but does it need a thread? Because phase one, it had a thread, but it was loose. Phase but, one. But the phase, phase one was phase the one gathering was- of Avengers. Exactly. That was, yeah. That's Avengers Assemble. That's that was the, the phase. I almost wanted a soft reboot after Endgame. I, I wanted like a which hey, is fine. Can we do this all over again? <laughs> right. Which is what they which is what it seems like they're doing. But like I felt when we we got to Loki, I'm like, okay, it's Kang, right? This is this is it. Yeah, but I really am. I gonna have to wait until I think the Ant Man movie, Ant Man Quantum Mania comes out for yeah. me to understand. Like, is where that this spring going? of next year? I think spring of twenty three. Yeah, okay. I think I got moved back to that. Wait, so is that the next one after Thor? No, there's something else before that. I oh, had the Marvels. I think that got pushed back. Actually, I think the Marvels was actually after Ant Man. Now I think so, and I think oh, there's one more we're forgetting. Black Panther two. That's oh. also in that conversation. Jesus, this is the longest phase of all. And time. then it's Guardians of Galaxy three as well. This will right. be the biggest phase. So they it's going to be. I'm looking right now. Next is Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. Then Black Panther. Uh, Panther two. Then Ant Man. Black Panther two is when? I'm sorry. Is that this? That's like, November. November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ant Man. Okay, we've is heard next nothing February. about it. Right. Then Guardians of the Galaxy three is May. The Marvels is July, and then the announced but not really extrapolated on fantastic four which and bleed and bleed right when's bleed, bleed I, think I think that's think a tv show phase. is that a movie i think that's a. I don't think it's in this phase and we have tv shows announced loki yeah. season two is filming now right you and have, we have miss so marvel miss marvel we have she hulk attorney at law we have the guardians of the galaxy holiday special that's awesome secret invasion that mm. should be interesting that's Iron got Heart. a cast. I mean, I think it's got yeah. Samuel Jackson, Amelia Clark, a few others I heard about. Mm-hmm. Ironheart and Armor Wars. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, they definitely have stuff. But like you guys said, there's not a lot of connective tissue just yet. Right. But I think we're going to start seeing the seeds of that towards, like you said. You so, know, but, they, but didn't they have, and they said that Kang is the next, is the phase four big bad? It feels like it's supposed to be, but we're like, we're taking a long time to get there. Yeah. I think they're introducing like that in Loki, kind of like WandaVision, the kind of planet seeds for other stuff. But do, do we do think we, that it ends up being Galactus as the big, big bed? Ooh. For, like, well, Guardians whole... also introduced that Adam guy who's Adam also, Warlock. That's a big character. Do right. we think Wanda, to tie it back, was still part of the story? Do we think she's gone and done? No. I think she's gone and done until they figure out how they can bring her back later because it's like comic books. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I and think especially well. with the multiverse. I think if they when find they up into her, the multiverse, you can you can bring pe- people back at will. The best way is to kill someone off screen because yeah. you don't know when you can. That's true. You can have the ability to do whatever you want. Right. So and that's and that's why Robert Downey Jr. will come back through the multiverse, mm-hmm. <laughs> or Tom Cruise In, will come back. <laughs> right within yeah. the next ten years, mm-hmm. when Chris Evans and Robert Downey are looking at their. Chris Evans will be back sooner than Robert Downey. Jr. The two of them will be like, I can make a quick 10 or 15 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans might be back in the next Captain America movie if the, with the multiverse stuff. If you if you believe the rumors, he might. Yeah, he might okay. be back sooner than we I wonder when that's coming. Right. I mean, the the 
Captain America four film. So there's there's definitely more to unofficially, come. I think next phase. But. There's more to come. We definitely have Eternals to talk about because you guys are just jazzed <laughs> to watch that. But we're gonna have to end it there. Also, uh, yes. you guys have to see everything everywhere all at once. Yes, it's so good. It's so. I know we're focusing that is Marvel the today. Only movie but- of this year. Oh, besides Top Gun, which I'm like, eh, about a few others. That's the one movie I'm like, I need to see. You have to see it. It's so good. And it's it's fits. It's multiverse. It's a it's multiverse multi- movie. It's an MCU uh, film. Top it, Gun, more like Top Fun, says hey. no one. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it will be fun. Do you? Yes. Avatar. What, what took too long to come out? Top Gun 2 or Avatar 2? What's oh. it? I know I've, the two I told sequels you this. no one asked for. Oh, I, I I told Matt this, Mark, but when I saw Doctor Strange, they showed the eight minutes of Top Gun two, oh, and then geez. right after right after that was the Avatar two trailer for both of those. When it ended, it you could have you heard Silence. people blink. Everyone was just <laughs> silent and just like no one asked for Avatar what the two. Hell? I think if it came out like eight years ago, like two or three years after the first film, which yeah. th- when did that come out? What are we talking two thousand five? ish i thought it was like yeah 2007 ish it's still 10 or 11 14 years yeah it's a whole different generation we were Mm -hmm. we were in our 20s when that movie came out full of life yes it it was pushing it was it was innovative and life life felt in front of me instead (laughs) of like me being very much in the thick of it i just have less than zero interest in that film but yeah same here. And it's in 3D again. You have to watch it in 3D again. Oh, like, God. but what like, kids want to see it? Who's the audience? I don't know. Like yeah. that, that, yeah, uh, yes. Avatar, Avatar, Avatar the original one started the 3D craze, but yes. then it died out because it sucks. <laughs> it's yeah. never, but, but just like Jurassic World, which is also coming out, that's going to make a billion dollars like yeah. Avatar. And yeah. I'm going to say, who likes these movies? I think Avatar will somehow make like 1.5 billion. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to know like three people that see it. Right. It's I'm fast, like, and, fast and furious Jurassic world and avatar two are going to make a they truckload of money. money. I'm going to be like, yeah. who, but I guess it's just general audiences, D- date nights and bunch of friends. that want to go out to see the movies. Like, what should we see? Yeah. I don't care. Let's just go see this. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, that's like kind of to tie it back. That's what Marvel can kind of bank on as well is like right. you have that seal of approval where you've built up this goodwill with the audience over 28 yeah. m- movies. Just like where, DC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like DC. <laughs> they would have. We would DC have re- is great because you know what movie to avoid. It's like the opposite version of it. It's like, hey, we don't have a movie to, to watch. What movie should we go see? Well, definitely not that. That's a DC movie. But I know we I know we didn't do it, but just a little spoiler here. I left the Batman so depressed. <laughs> that was such a depressing movie. Yeah. That was I a- tried rewatching and we had a pod about it. Yeah. I tried rewatching the movie and I couldn't I couldn't get through it. I don't think that's a movie I want to rewatch. I, I just I went so sour on that film months it, later. It's really dark. I still I I enjoyed it. It just there's like it needs to trim like 15 minutes of that movie. Keep going. That's it. That's it. <laughs> More. So no, I think I so think guys, 15 movie 15 minutes that movie hums. I would say we'd we'd get back together for the Sam Raimi cut of the film, but I think we just got the Sam Raimi cut of this film. And it's so yeah. Sam Raimi. There is it an is R rated version. Apparently, apparently the first cut was R. Oh, wow. I'm actually kind of interested to see what they had to cut. To just get a bunch. It's just a whole bunch of butts and boobs. 
<laughs> I just think this is going to be like there just be limbs flying everywhere. Yeah, it was probably just up the gore, ripping people apart, or the horror. It might have made it even scarier. You know? Up the horror, yeah. So, yeah. so that's where we stand, guys. That is the definitive response from the Hall of Fame pod from Mark, from Matt, from Bill. So I want to thank you guys. Thank you, Bill, first off, for uh, joining us as our special guest. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I'm going to hop back in my Hulk jet and uh, I'll return when our next Marvel adventure occurs. (laughs) And Mark, thank you. I know it's been a little hiatus. Thank you for getting back together for this uh, big Marvel episode. Uh, it's always feel it always feels good to be uncanceled. So happy to be back. <laughs> Where can people find you out there? I'm still allegedly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ursus Fidelis. On social media, I'm at twitter.com or instagram.com slash Ursus Fidelis TV. Awesome. So please do uh, check out our back catalog, check out our social media. You can email us and make requests or hate mail to, to get Mark and Bill to watch Eternals. We are Google, our Gmail, not Google, our Gmail is the hall of fame pod at gmail.com and our social media instagram page is hall of fame pod so please check it all out listen to us listen to this episode several times because that'll help our hits and make sure we watch eternals (laughs) and i thank you guys very much and have yourselves a good day night everyone from mark and matt thank you for listening to the hall of fame movie podcast check us out on instagram at hall of fame pod or email us at thehalloffamepod at gmail.com. Please leave us a review and be sure to tune in next time.